Welcome to the Weekly Wrap-Up, a production of Maranatha High School in Pasadena, California. Join us each week as our host, Ms. Teresa Peterson and Dr. Joe Chai, recap some really cool stories that showcase the incredible student body here at the school. Let's listen in now. All right, welcome back to the Weekly Wrap-Up, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. And we are coming back uh, on... Geez, it is crazy raining outside. It's for, I, I can't remember the last time it wasn't crazy raining. That's how long I, it's, it's been crazy raining. <laughs> it's not just raining. It is crazy raining. It's crazy raining. <laughs> oh, boy. But we are all geared up. I mean, we have like our rain boots on, my waterproof shoes on. We're ready to go. Uh, we missed last week's episode. Um, but I promise there was a reason. I think we alluded to that the last time we met together. Mm-hmm. Last week was winter term. Yep. And it was kind of a frenetic week, but it was so much fun. Uh, how was your experience with winter term? It was awesome. I got to sit in on a Secret Service class. That's right. And this gentleman has been on the Secret Service for 20 years. In July, it will be 20 years. And it just confirmed everything I've ever thought about the Secret Service, that basically (laughs) I should have done that, and it would have been really cool. Um, But anyway, yeah, it was really interesting hearing all the different ways that a person could serve in that capacity. Yeah. Uh, I, I loved hearing students' stories uh, from last week. Um, just students just, you know, without prompting, just telling you how much they were really enjoying the week, um, particularly like the really hands-on electives that yeah. they selected. I mean, I mean, kids are walking around with meat and coffee in their hands. It's just like, that where is, did you get that? That is actually <laughs> odd, but so true. Like it's accurate, right? A rib in one hand from Mr. Newkirk's grilling class, yeah. and then a latte yeah. from Mr. McNeil's barista class. Yeah, yeah. It was really cool, actually. Yeah. yeah, it was a fun week. We also mentioned um, that one of the classes we were offering during winter term was a podcasting class mm-hmm. where students could get sort of a behind the scenes look at what you and I do here in the studio, but also give them a crack at producing some original content for mm-hmm. this uh, this podcast. So I'm happy to t- uh, tell our audience that um, they did really, really well. Yeah. And we really want to make sure that they get the flowers that they deserve. So... Listeners, please, please, please be on the lookout for a bonus episode that we're going to release later this week that features the content that they produced. I think it's going to be really cool. I do, too. I think I was saying to you earlier that the whole process for them, I think, is a really it's really cool for them to go through all of it. They they know how to record things on their phone, but to have to pick a topic, pick content and interact with their peers and they would talk about how like difficult it was even to do a three minute assignment and then to get them in the studio and have them put the headphones on and sort of weird out at hearing their own voice in the headphones and just get used to like I need to project and there's a mic right in my face and all just getting to watch them for me was fun watch them like get used to uh, all the ins and outs of actually recording a podcast. Yeah, yeah. I think some of them really, really liked it. I think some of them did. Um, some of them are just really naturally talented mm-hmm. at this. And, mm-hmm. and to be fair, the others who maybe aren't, they worked so hard. Right. 
and they really put in the the sweat equity to to get better at something that they previously knew very little about. So right. I want to give kudos to all of them. They did a really really phenomenal. Yeah, job. I just think there were a couple of them that were like, oh, I might want to do this. Yeah, yeah, which was cool too. Yeah. It was a blast. So yeah, um, brand new week, uh, kind of a return to normalcy around here because I know the month of January, it was just punctuated by all these like weird short weeks, mm-hmm. um, and even February, we're not exempt from that. Two weeks from now, we have winter break. <laughs> I'm not counting the days. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but the, this week and next week, it'll be pretty normal weeks around mm-hmm. here. Um, with some rain uh but you know what can you do so in the spirit of returning to normalcy let's also uh, share a few announcements uh that pertain to normal life around here um it's february now so we recently announced the new cohort for all access Mm -hmm. we got maybe like 130 some students in this uh this quarter's group um really really solid kids but i mean that's not a surprise anymore right and because it's the beginning of the month, it's always that time when we announce who the intentional learners of the month for the last month were. Right. This one's kind of a fun one. I don't know if you remember this last year, Teresa, but there was one month where we kind of hit the pause button and we said, all right, one month, we want students to pick who, right. who the person yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did that? we do that this time? We did that this month. Ooh, fun. And so the students, they chose Miss Carrie Arcos awesome. to be the intentional learner of the month. I mean... What a deserving person, 100%. right? hundred yeah, percent. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, as incredible as our faculty are, there's there's something really resplendent about Carrie Arcos. Yes. And she's truly deserving of that. But I also asked the deans of students, because typically this is kind of a thing that we ask the faculty to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to have them feel left out. So I asked them to identify who, if you had to pick intentional learners, who has really, really impressed you? Mm-hmm. And really went above and beyond in showcasing lifelong learning and being resilient, especially when you fail or fall, um, but you don't let that define you mm-hmm. and you try to try again. And so they picked two really deserving people. The first is George Peterson. Oh, wow. I have <sighs> I have a lot to say about George Peterson, that's, but that's, that's for an later. inspired pick right there. Yeah. And the second one was... Taylor Garcia. Nice. And I think most of the people in our community know this about her, but she's a transfer student. Um, and hers is a Cinderella story, man. I mean, she really, really struggled last year. Mm-hmm. Just acclimating to a new school, but also her previous school was like a fully online program. So Oof. she was acclimating in many ways. Sure. And, and I think last year she was drowning. This year, she's getting like amazing marks on her report card she's doing really really well in her classrooms so really commendable george peterson though i mean you and i just exchanged a look i mean (laughs) as soon as i said that name why is that name meaningful for you (laughs) well because why don't i just first give the soccer updates the global updates girls and boys varsity soccer made it to cif that starts this week Uh, hopefully they can go all the way, which yeah. would be amazing. Um, but the last game of the season, of the regular season for the boys, their senior night was, okay, now I can't even remember what night it was. I think it was Wednesday mm-hmm. last week, but whatever day it was, it was, if they won, they won their league. 
Yeah. So for all the marbles, yeah. as they say. Yeah. And it was against Whittier Christian, That's right. if I'm remembering mm-hmm. correctly. Um, and to say it was intense mm-hmm. is really lowballing the experience yeah, yeah. because Whittier scored in the first like 90 seconds of yeah. the game, and it was such a gut punch. Mm-hmm. And. George and Miles and Caleb and Luca and Matt Barcenas and Adam Shin, all these guys just locked down and said, not tonight. (laughs) And they ended up winning two to one. And with all the shots on goal they had, it really could have been like 10 to one, but it was two to one. And it was so stressful. Mm -hmm. Like... I think the people I was sitting next to, we just pressed against <laughs> each other, like with our arms, just the whole time, like like white knuckling. Yeah, it was so yeah. nervous, but it was so nerve wracking. But George was all over the place. I'm pretty sure he scored one, and then I think he had an assist on the other one. Yeah, he was all he he and Sawyer and all those guys are they're so good yeah, yeah. and so much fun to watch. Right. Um, but yeah, when you said his name, I was like, just all season, he's just been a wild man on the pitch. He's all mm-hmm. over the place and just really, really fun to yeah. watch. I mean, I said it before, I, I, I love a good Cinderella story and as insanely talented as George is, uh, George is, is, is kind of a Cinderella story too. I mean, he had a remarkable setback. Um, when he experienced a major concussion mm-hmm. and it just set him back emotionally, academically. But again, if you look at the kid now, you'd never know. Mm-hmm. He's incredibly resilient. He He's really wise. Like the way he talks about that obstacle, it just kind of inspires confidence in you. Like, oh, okay, we're going to be okay. The next mm-hmm. generation's okay. Um, and th- the way he credits God uh, mm-hmm. with his recovery and how he trusts God with with the process that he's going through. Uh, I mean, so many adults I know don't have the wisdom that this Mm -hmm. kid does. And so I thought those were two really, really deserving students. And certainly with Carrie Arcos, a very deserving faculty member, too. Absolutely. Those are our intentional learners of the month. Nice. Now, Teresa, I know on, on your end, you heard a really cool story about our old buddy Max Romero. Yes. Um, Tell us about that. Well, for our listeners, you may remember we interviewed Max last semester, and he's the young man that's on the local committee (laughs) trying to get public transportation back to Sierra Madre. And we got an update that people are noticing how special he is and what he's doing. So listen to this list of accolades. Uh, He received the Youth Service Award. Mm from the city of Sierra Madre for his efforts regarding transportation. He also received commendations from the LA County Supervisor, Catherine Barger, Congresswoman Judy Chu, and State Senator Anthony Portentino. I think I said that right. Uh, He was presented these awards by the mayor. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I feel like it only reinforces what we said after interviewing him, which is that one day he's going to have his own Secret Service detail. He's going to be president. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's really cool about that is that, you know, Max is, he's, what, is he a sophomore? Mm -hmm. 
So, I mean, our ambition as a school and as educators is, hey, by the time we're done with you in four years, um, we'll know we did our job if you become a change agent in the world, if you're doing some good in the world. And Max he's just is not waiting. Doing it. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's already there. And he's all he's already realized the vision that we have yes. for his life. And yes. I mean, that's just so, so cool. Yes. So well done. Well deserved. Absolutely. Good job, Max. Um, any college news uh, that you can share with us? The big one I think that came out since we last did this was USC. You can imagine, given that USC is Ooh, right in our backyard. Uh, <laughs> it's really popular. Yeah. Um, the good news is uh, everybody who didn't get in early just got moved to the regular round. So Okay, so no rejections. No rejections. Okay, great. Um, so, but we did have three students, Chidera Abelu, um, Leo Liu, and Skylar Lee. Oh, they got in? Got in. <laughs> um, and great. listen, that's one more than the total we had for last year. All right. For USC. So we're basically, our percentage of admitted students matches the percentage for USC as a whole. Holy moly, you're yeah. kidding. So getting two in based on how many students applied last year was right on track with the percentage. So we have three. We have one more than last year, but we still have probably, I'd say, like 18 to 20 kids who got deferred to the next round who could get in. Um, and But it, I don't think it's going to come out until like the end of March. Okay. And is that pretty typical with private school, private universities, like around end of March, early April? Yeah. Well, this year's a little odd because the FAFSA updates are creating a lot of delays. I heard about that. Yeah. yeah. Basically, all the schools are trying to be like communicate, don't panic because we're, you know, we know that there are issues yeah. Yeah. even like if you have a question, it's like really hard to get. Yeah. a live person that can help you. And for some people, just creating their account has been a little bit of an issue. It seems to be working itself out, but it's a little nerve wracking when mm, the mm. California deadline is March 2nd. And now what is it? February, is it the 5th today? Or whatever it is. We're into February. Oh, wow. yeah. And people are like, uh, I only have four weeks to get it done. But anyway, so some schools are saying they're going to push back their announcements a little bit. Yeah. Um, but Basically, by the end of March or the first few days of April, everybody's hoping to have given out their decisions. Okay. Man. So a lot to come in the next couple of months. A lot of news. Okay. So we're probably still like a month away before mm -hmm. the, the deluge yes. of college yes. news. Okay. That's got right. it. That's helpful to know. Okay. Um, well, I think that's all the updates that I have on my radar. Um, some really cool intentional learners, all access. I love that Max story. And congrats to Shadera, to Leo, to Skylar. Um, I think we just have a few announcements as we enter this mm -hmm, upcoming mm -hmm. week. Um, Valentine's Day is next week. Uh, <laughs> so 
Happy Valentine's to all who celebrate, and happy Singles Awareness Day to all who celebrate. I celebrate Valentine's Day. <laughs> Valentine's Day on the thirteenth. Absolutely, that's a new one. Just too. an excuse to get together with your friends, yeah. guys. You can do Palentine's 100%, 100%. Day. I just made that up right here, right now. That's a good one. Palentine's Day for the boys. <laughs> get together, watch like a Die Hard movie, and oh, eat man. pizza. That's uh, a great actually, day. that's like a great Valentine's Day, honestly, for me. Um, yeah. So yeah. Valentine's Day, the, what are we doing here on well, Valentine's yeah, Day? So, I mean, what we would like to do, and it's something that we instituted last year, we had some really remarkable senior gals who said, you know what, we really want to do something to bless the underclassmen. And I, I know on a day like Valentine's Day, the, the pressure and the stakes are so high, like, oh, if I'm not with someone or if I don't have romantic plans today, then my life is somehow inferior. And um, so these gals, they wanted to dispel the notion that if you don't have plans today or um, if you don't celebrate Valentine's Day somehow, that you're insignificant. They mm-hmm. wanted to dispel with that notion entirely. So last year, our senior class, they purchased... Um, Roses, mm-hmm. like single stemmed roses, and they just distributed it to all the underclassmen. And it was such a poignant uh, display of, of real genuine affection that was really like um, Christ like to me. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I love that so much. And I was so pleased to hear that we're going to do that again next week. Um, and I think last year we had so many flowers that even some faculty and staff members got so <laughs> guilty. I did have a few students come to me and give me flowers. So which is great. It was great. Which is great. Yeah. I mean, you're so deserving. I'm glad you got your flowers. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> uh, that is next week. Okay. Um, what else? I feel like something else big is this coming. This weekend is kind of a, a special weekend, too. Um, one, uh, it's it's Lunar New Year. That's right. Happy right. New Year. So happy New Year to every, all who, who celebrate. Absolutely. But it's also our annual winter formal dance. So this Saturday, uh, we are having our winter formal dance at the Brookside Golf Club just a stone's throw away from campus. For those of you who don't know, that's... Um, Right next to the Rose Bowl. Correct. It's also where I have membership at a golf course. Do you really? Yes. Oh, man. It sounds really fancy, but it's not at all. I mean, gosh, that's... The course is awesome. The membership is not a big deal. but Yeah. Brookside's a great course. Yeah. It's super fun. Um, So that's happening this Saturday. Uh, The ticket sales uh, have concluded. So I think at at last count, we have about 245 students that are attending. It's going to be a great night. Pray for the chaperones. (laughs) And by chaperones, I mean me, because I will be chaperoning the dance. Yeah. Thank you for your service. (laughs) I will be there, too. Oh, you will? I I didn't realize that. Yes. Let's go, Dr. Chai. Uh, it'll It'll be a fun night. It'll be a fun night. Um, so that's a jam-packed weekend looking ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's all we got for today. Again, please, listeners, stay tuned for that bonus episode that we're going to release where you can hear some of our Winter Termers podcast content from last week. I think they did a great job. I, I, I hope you enjoy it, too. Me, too. All right. Well, if that's all we have, Teresa, close us out. That's a wrap. 
Thanks for joining us for the weekly wrap-up, a production of Maranatha High School. Maranatha is a Christ-centered, evangelical college preparatory school that celebrates the whole student by equipping hearts and minds to reflect God's glory through academics, as well as the arts, athletics, and service. For more information about Maranatha High School, contact us at info at mhs-hs.org or visit our website at maranathahighschool.com.